This episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. Anthony and I both love these guys and are super proud to include them as a sponsor on the show this week. When Anthony and I visited all 30 ballparks, the SeatGeek app helped save us a ton of money and time. SeatGeek is basically a ticket aggregator that lists all the tickets on the secondary market and ranks them based on value. You can get views from the seats and you can compare prices. So like if someone is selling their ticket for 100 bucks in row five, you can see if someone from a different site is selling their seat for, I don't know, 90 bucks in row four. I can't tell you how many times I've ended up spending less money for a better seat because of this app. And the beauty is the price that you see on the app is the final price. So all the nonsense ticket fees that some of these, uh, I won't mention their names, but some of these sites like to tack on there before you check out. SeatGeek shows you the final price before you hit checkout. Uh, it's probably the most used app on my phone behind MLB at bat. I just, I really genuinely love these guys. I pretty much don't buy tickets from any other source these days. So. If you guys want to support the show, download the free SeatGeek app, go to the settings tab and click add a promo code, enter promo code clubhouse, and SeatGeek will send you 20 bucks after you've made your first purchase. This is going to save you guys money and it's going to help keep this show free. So thank you SeatGeek for sponsoring the show. On to this week's episode. This week on the Clubhouse, Anthony and I are joined by voiceover artist and YouTube star Maxwell Glick. Maxwell chats with us about growing up a Yankees fan in a primarily Mets household watching his team struggle through the 80s, attending David Cohn's perfect game, and so much more. This episode was recorded in the Oakwood Apartments in Los Angeles, California. Blue Jays win it! Touch them all, Joe! You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life! Done it! 20 strikeouts! He ties the Major League record! There it goes! See ya! I don't believe what I just saw! He's out by five feet at the plate! And that was Welcome to the show, everybody. It is a wonderful day for baseball. I am Manish Jain, and sitting next to me, as always, is Mr. Anthony Rapp. Yes. Yes, Our... I am. Yes, <laughs> I am. I'm sitting here. All right. Our guest today is an actor, a voiceover artist, a YouTuber, and the man to talk to about how to experience Disney the right way. Check out his YouTube channel, Mr. Cheesy Pop, that's cheesy with a Z, for a ton of awesome videos. But as always... On this show, his only credit that matters is that he is a fan of the New York Yankees. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us in the clubhouse today, Maxwell Glick! Wow. <laughs> what would your walk-up music be? What was your, what's your walk-up music? Well, you know, it depends on the, on the, uh, the time of year. Oh, I like this. Okay. See, I would change it up. I would change it up because um, that was quite an introduction, by the way. That was amazing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you you were very well prepared. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Like uh, if baseball was during Christmas season, like then I would choose, you know, something like uh, you know, all I want for Christmas is you. But oh. then I which version though? Mariah. Is there any uh, other yeah, version? Adina. Adina did a great version. Did oh, she really? Yeah, she Adina did. Menzel, sure the star did. of If Then with Anthony currently. Oh, I, uh, I didn't even know. Touring yes. the country. I didn't know that either. I'm going to have to cool. look that up. That's is it really available cool. on iTunes? I believe so. Well, there's a little plug for Adina if yeah. she needs it. Uh, yeah, she's, <laughs> doing, she's doing just fine for herself, I <laughs> <Yeah>. guess. <laughs> My standard one would be Beat It, Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. 
But which part of it? Because you only get like a little glimpse. The 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 opening drum yeah, figure. Yeah, it's it's. This is our yeah. version. That was good. That was great. Do we need to pay or licensing like, fees? Yeah. Licensing fees? Uh, I think we're good. I think it's like a ten second <laughs> yeah. render we can yeah. sample. Okay. Um, all right. Interesting. I'm actually trying to think. I don't remember really hearing a lot of Michael Jackson at the ballpark. No. I don't think a lot of guys have any and i feel like there's a lot of i think bad is a good one i think dangerous uh, would be a good one i think thriller would be a good be one amazing i think he's got a really thriller good walk up yes <laughs> you just yes you strike fear in the heart of the pitcher you walk up doing the thriller dance Dude, oh. be guaranteed to get the crowd like 100 totally yes like, yeah. wow why yeah. is it not more michael jackson in the ballpark i, I really know. never yeah. thought about that okay so here i have to say we we have had only i believe one other yankees fan right yes mr okay. tom kitt so speaking of music at ballparks, I <laughs> yeah. hate the PC Richard and Son tone <laughs> when people get struck out at Yankees. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes me so mad. Yeah. It's oh, every really, time. It's every so time. annoying. PC Richard and Son. Every time. <laughs> yeah. <You know>? Hey. <laughs> how do you feel about that? You're a fan. Uh, how do you feel? Honestly. Well, how do you it's feel? a positive thing for, for, you know, if I hear it at a Yankee game, that means something good happened for us. <laughs> where were we? I'm blanking right now on the on, right. on was it Minnesota or no? There was in Kansas, was it? City, was it go, Kansas City. In Kansas City, when there yeah. are two strikes in certain situations, they do like the Mortal Kombat, the voice. It goes finish, finish him. Finish him. <laughs> but it's kind of funny. That's like that's like over the top that's, silly. Um, I like that. That's kind of fun. That's way better than the PC Richard thing. Yeah, because yeah. that's just that, that. Well, you know what? To me, it, the PC Richard and Son thing is completely it it describes yankee stadium perfectly it is just the most sanitized corporatized sponsored you know just slick place in the world it's what does it pc richardson have to do with anything other than i'm sure they paid them a buttload of money they've been a sponsor for like years yeah and years so and have you given I'm, your business to pc richardson as a loyal yankees fan have you gone when you needed uh whatever pc home appliance, yeah, home appliance. <laughs> home appliance <laughs> television <laughs> I can't say that I have. <laughs> Not a very good Yankee fan. All right. So as a Yankee fan, how how and why did this happen? That yes. you that you're a member well, of the Evil Empire. Let's let's take us back to the very beginning because you uh, your family is not from the boogie down. You it's, are not a Bronx family. No, it's very interesting. Um my um I don't know. It's very bizarre because my dad uh was a Brooklyn Dodger fan. So, so he's a traitor to his or you're a traitor to his Yeah, legacy. it's very bizarre. I, I my dad was a Brooklyn Dodger fan. Um and I have older brothers that are like 10 years older than me who are Mets fans. And <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was I was a tiny little child in the 80s when the Mets were good and the Yankees were terrible, but somehow I picked the Yankees and I don't like I don't know you still don't, you can't isolate? You can't pinpoint? I don't know why, because I went against everyone else uh, in my family, and like I grew up on Long Island where everyone's a Mets fan. Sure. And I went against that, and I, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I just was drawn to the pinstripes and the tradition. I knew, like, <laughs> I, I think I've always been drawn to history okay. in general. And um, uh, I think as a, as a little kid, I really liked statistics and whatever. And um, I think just... I don't know. I think maybe just hearing about Yankee history just stuck in my brain somehow. Uh -huh. and, that makes sense. And I think, yeah. Well, how did your family react to that? Were you a pariah or did they accept you? No, no, no. That was fine. <laughs> you are dead to it, us. It was really fine, actually. Uh, you know, um, 
So did you grow up going to Yankee Stadium then, or did they take you mainly to, uh, at that point, it had been Shea Stadium? No, I went to both. Okay. Yeah, I went to both, actually. And uh, But no, I I mean, I, my, my mom still has um, this, like, old Yankee wool jacket, like, winter coat saved from when I was, like, four. So I I picked this very early. And wow. I... <laughs> It was a good choice. So you were so you were very yeah. much alive and cogent to what was going on the dynasty years ninety six on. Yeah. Yeah. You were a part of that. Yeah. Whole that was thing. your sweet spot as far as how you know, that's that's your you're a teenager at that, that was point. Amazing. Or, or, or uh, yeah, it's it's that's So my my I have a very personal story about nineteen ninety six because okay. it was the year rent happened. The year rent mm-hmm. opened on Broadway. So mm-hmm. we opened in April. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't able to pay much attention to base. Like my life was really crazy. I wasn't knowing much of what was happening. Yeah. But the that year was the first year, as you know, that the Yankees started winning again the the World Series. Mm-hmm. And by winning, I mean the World Series yes. multiple times. Yeah. In a very short period of time. So '96, they won on my birthday because my birthday always follow falls somewhere around the World Series, right. October 26th. Yeah. So I came out of the Nederlander Theater, 41st Street. 1996, and they had just won before the show let out. Wow. And Times Square was packed with people. It was incredible. So I, that that's, that is indelibly etched into my brain. That's so cool. Yeah. But I didn't get to really, I didn't experience it in quite the same right. way because I wasn't able to watch the game even yeah. or anything because I was yeah, on yeah, stage. Yeah. Did you go to the parades those years where you maybe maybe a young Maxwell Glick was, was uh, uh, in the crowd? I did, no, I was not at the parade. Uh, I, yeah, were you on Long Island? I mean, yeah, Long Island. And were you, was in like, because you were the only person in your family, were there people you were watching the World Series with? And who were able to be excited with you at all, or was it? Oh just- yeah, you know what? My um, my parents were. I watched with my parents, and they were, were totally psyched. But actually. I guess my but- my like as, uh, yeah, as the Mets got really bad, <laughs> like <laughs> my dad's interest in them kind of faded, and hmm. like my mom just became like really, really into the Yankees. Really? Yeah. I guess her baby boy was doing it. She wanted to connect with her, yeah. with her son. I, I understand. Really that. I can it. see that. So no, it was it was very exciting. And what about your brothers? I mean, was there a lot of just kind of rabble rouse and a lot of just? Uh... Yeah, I mean, through the years, but but again, like, and they as when the Mets got bad, they just were like, yeah. Were like, it is tough, you know. It's, <sighs> it's when your team is bad. It is it is hard to watch 162 games yeah. of a bad team. I mean, it's it's I have a sickness, so I'll do it. Whatever. Yeah. I I watched all 119 losses of the Tigers in 2003. Oh, yeah. oh no, but I was yeah. I'll be completely honest with you. I don't think I've ever been more proud of them than at the end of that season when they had to win 5 of the last 6 games <laughs> to not break the 62 Mets record and yeah. they did it. I'm telling you, I I I mean the the emotion I felt that week is equivalent to the emotions I felt in 06 and 2012, where I was just so proud of this team with with pitchers like Mike Moroth, who had 20-plus losses. Yeah. Bondi, uh, we, we pulled him, uh, uh, Bonderman, uh, when he only had 19 losses because they didn't want... He, I don't think he started the last four games, maybe? I can't remember exactly, because they didn't want to have him have 20 losses. Oh I mean, it's... it's but here's so- a question. Like, you know, the Cubs recently yes. went through this period, but they call yeah. it... Like, it's now a GM strategy but that's not what it tank, was yeah 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 but right. that's so that you really can get high draft then. picks i mean and also the yankees never rebuild nah. the yankees are never late it's it's every single year they're going to win we, yeah right. we can't rebuild which you know uh, you were talking about the the mets kind of uh struggling a little bit and the yankees not being very good in the 80s yeah, now, i think now. and please correct me if i'm wrong mm-hmm. i believe the 80s are the only decade that you don't have 
at least two World Series victories in the deck within the decade. And if that's the case, you guys got to get on it because this decade is almost over, and yeah. uh, we, you got four more chances here to win two more times. No, to win one. Yeah, yeah, to two yeah, more right, times. Right, 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 right. Yeah. To continue the, uh, the right, right. I am not confident. Because 09 is the last one. 09 yeah. is the last one. Yeah. I'm not confident that's going to happen. <laughs> ah, what is happening? So we recently, I, I don't know enough about all the history between the, the Yankees and the Cubs, but in my memory, this recent trade, I know we don't talk about all the up-to-date stuff, but I think it's notable that the Yankees and the Cubs have traded players. I believe that's the first time that I can remember that ever I... happening. And certainly in my, when I, since I've been really paying attention. Yeah, Starling Castro I can't remember went to the time. Yankees, and, and we yeah. got um, Adam uh, Warren. Adam Warren, and, will, and Brendan I Ryan. I will see if I can find that information yeah. on the interwebs, no and I'll put it on clubhousepodcast.com if yeah. it is available, or if any of you out there uh, know of any notable Cubs or even unnotable, just trades of any I, kind between the Yankees and the Cubs. Email us at uh, clubhousepodcast@gmail.com or uh, tweet at us at clubhousepod. Because they have a they have a storied history from way way back in the day, yep. but but it's been a long time. I'm since sure they, they had to. In the old days. Sure, sure, yeah, I mean, sure. I'm sure the early days. You know like, what, Baseball Reference or, or one of those will, I'm sure, have sure. Uh, uh, the, really the breakdowns of it. But I guess, yeah, I, I haven't really, I don't remember a lot of Cubs, Yankees trades nah. myself. Yeah. So as a, you know, that it's not exactly a rebuild, but the fact that there's another, there's a couple young players in the infield now for the Yankees mm-hmm. who are who are more or less cost controlled and under team control for a Good while. Move. Does yep. that give you a little... That's you know, great. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, short seems like a little bit of a philosophical is, is, shift, maybe. Yeah, no, that's a great move. Uh, you know, shortstop, second base. They've got really young guys, Didi and Starlin. That's no, that's really solid. Well, so, and and then uh, once, um, so Teixeira is going to have one more season, <laughs> and then. Um, <laughs> Why do you laugh, Manish? Teixeira, it's uh, it's. Yeah, I I mean, look, before he got injured last year, he was like yeah. having like an MVP kind of season. It's yeah. crazy. There, there, there's the rub. Before he got injured. Oh, it's, yeah. I feel like the but injure, no. it's the boy who yeah. he cannot stay on the field. Yeah, no, that's the thing. But but they've got a first baseman, Greg Bird. Yes. Who is, he's ready. Like he, he was ready. And he's a lefty, right? Yeah. And he's ready. Yeah, he, he played at the end of last year yeah. and uh, he's... He's set, but he won't be able to play this yeah. year. <laughs> well, so, so I have a, a question as a Yankee fan, uh, because and you know uh, from the Cubs and Tigers' perspective, and to be honest, for twenty-eight of the other teams, you know, so basically it's the Cardinals, the Yankees that have this. I feel like just perpetual. You live in this in this world where it's always possible, where every year <laughs> it's just where anything is possible, and you enter every year with hope, and and it's wonderful. And you know the rest mm-hmm. of us do in February, March, and April. But for a lot of teams, by the time May comes around, reality has set in. Mm-hmm. And so every single year, I mean, for instance, the 2015 year is a perfect example. I looked at that team at the beginning of the year, and I said, "Who? What?" Do these guys actually have that aren't washed up players or you know just average players or or injured players or whoever and you didn't really have a lot yet you continue to be there at the end every single year so mm-hmm. your expectations when you enter into a season what mm-hmm. are they in in february march oh, oh always playoffs at least <laughs> See, <that laughs> i mean fascinating to me. yeah, you, you yes <laughs> Yes, if you don't make the play, like the, you know, we didn't make the le- playoffs mm-hmm. the last uh, two years before fifteen. It was like, wow, 
<laughs> Luckily, we were saved by we had the Derek Jeter and the Mariano. <laughs> yes, the retirement, oh, the retirement party. Tours, yeah. So uh, those two years kind of felt like a celebration, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of those? What do you think of? I mean, cause, I mean, Chipper did it as well, so it's not like the Yankee thing. You know, Chipper Jones did it, and there have been other incidences of kind of retirement tours. But Moe's and uh, Jeter's really kind of took over the the country. Yeah. Well, they deserve it because they are two like legendary figures. We haven't had two players like them. Them retire in in I don't know. So what Who's about Mr. Le- so what about Mr. Ortiz then? How do you feel about uh, uh, Poppy? <laughs> He's got three rings. <laughs> He's got three rings and three rings. You know, for a franchise that didn't have any for a hundred years. So it's um not quite a hundred. Bad math. Bad I'm math. rounding up. Yeah, I would. You know, uh, I don't. I don't put. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm biased. Obviously, I wouldn't put David Ortiz on the level of Derek or Mariano. Um, but I, I agree, guess David I agree or- with him. But of course, yeah, I'm not. I, David I Ortiz to the Red Sox. Uh, that's you know he's massive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I don't metaphorically and literally. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's lost some weight. I can't see. Wonder why. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh oh. <laughs> Allegedly. Uh-oh. Allegedly. Uh-oh. Like, I don't know. Is he going to have a big send-off party on a retirement tour? I don't know. I mean, he announced it. I feel like if you're going to announce it at this point <laughs> and you are at his level, um, he's going to be expecting something. I mean, like, it's, uh, I don't know if it'll be the ceremonies at every game. Yeah, but, um, I mean, the Yankees Yankees do everything yeah. self-aggrandizing. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, so. Well, I mean, yeah. when's the last time? So I, want, I do want to talk about the, the parks. <laughs> Have you been to the new park? Yes. And have you been to Monument Park inside the new park? Yes. So, the first time this I went to... This is one of his bugaboos. He oh, a bugaboo. it's a big bugaboo. I have a feeling. It's a big bugaboo of mine. The right. first time I went to Monument Park, I walked inside, <laughs> and you guys have retired, I believe it is 22 numbers or something like that. It's just some obnoxious number. It's, it's a ridiculous number of numbers. Got but a lot you, of good players. I, you have phenomenal <laughs> players. You have Garrett. Yeah. You have Ruth. You have Manto. You have it's just it. The it's list ridiculous. goes on. Yeah. So you walk into Monument Park and like, oh wow, look! I'm surrounded by these great, amazing players. These great, amazing stats. And there's a little triangle, and, and they, they they put you basically on a path to seeing all these wonderful plaques. And you get to the center, and it's all leading towards one that's bigger than the rest. And it's it's you may as well have a spotlight and a halo angel on top of it. And that is of course. Mr. George Steinbrenner. Steinbrenner has the center-focused plaque in Monument Park. Please tell me as a Yankee fan you, you, you agree that that is comically ludicrous. I mean, that is a, it's an SNL sketch well, of ludicrousity. Yeah, but you know what? Uh-huh. Made up a word. Because that's how, how... Is it a word? I don't think so. I, I, ludicrousity sounds like a word. Oh, George made himself that <laughs> character. So, like... And he 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 built that stadium so he could do whatever the heck he wanted. He could. He, well, he could do what he wanted. He could do what as a Yankee. Ridiculous? Yes. Yeah, of course it's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. Because I think that even the Pope it, has a tiny little thing in the corner. Yeah, the, like, Pope's, oh, the, yeah, the Pope's got a little plaque over there. No, it's ridiculous, of course. But as, like, in the, like, the last years of his life... <laughs> He became more ridiculous. It, but it was so much fun when he would put out these like, these like missives. Like he would put out these like written statements when we were not like winning a World Series, like in in you know I don't know oh five or whatever you know like. And he would like send out these missives. Of, you know we are the we cannot stand for this. You know? <laughs> like it was great. I mean it was it, it's hilarious. But so the, yeah. yeah, you strike me as a rare Yankee fan who has a little more sort of sense of humor and perspective on the whole 
yeah. machine of the Yankees. Well, yeah. I mean, I know what they're about. Come on. I mean, yeah. It's, it's Well, totally. in terms of what, though? I mean, I mean, every team is a for-profit venture, so... But, but what do you mean? Yeah. Like... Oh, it's just it, look. The Yankees are very. It's it's very corporate. It's just uh, buttoned up. Uh, it's just you know. I mean, it's. Am I correct? You couldn't have the beard you're sporting if no, you're a Yankee, I right? No, I could not. Yeah, I could be a Yankee for the first time in yes, 14 yes, years. Yeah. I could be a Yankee. Clean shaven Manish. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. This is the first time in 14 it's years weird. that this part of my face has seen the sunlight. It's very strange for me. That's weird. But so, <laughs> yeah, uh, no beard. well, okay. So they're corporate. They're buttoned up. They're clean shaven. Mm-hmm. Self-aggrandizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, look, oh. well, but but the Yankees know how to put on a show better than anyone else. So yeah, do they? In terms of what though? Um, you know, just like bringing out the old guys for like, I will give them. I that. love yeah, that. Yeah, I will get. That yeah, you guys have best. a lot of great old timers. We can. Well, you bring keep retiring for... numbers every other week, and so it's like yeah. let's bring out. I mean, so who all from the from the <laughs> dynasty right now is uh, from the from the latest dynasty? Right. Uh, so Mo Jeter, Posada, Bernie, um, Messina. No. Do you, could you consider Paul O'Neill part of that or no? Yeah, I would. But did definitely. They, did but they retire uh, his they number? Have, I don't think no, no, no. He's not. His they haven't retired, retired his number. Um, uh, Bernie, they just did uh, Pettit. That's who it was. I was they reading. Yeah, not missing. It was Pettit. Yeah. So I think that's that's the guys from that era that, that all their numbers are retired. All their numbers. Yes. Look, that's. Any pet is a lovely rookie, person. If you're a rookie Bernie, coming up in the minor league yeah. system, what's what, my number? It's going to be, it's, it's, it's be the old Futurama gag yeah. of, of, you know, whatever, eight, uh, one eighth. You're, they're going to be doing fractions in, yes. in the future because they they're going to run out of numbers. They will. Uh, as long it, as they keep coming up. And was, I mean, so, yeah, if there's another Yankee dynasty, then. Uh. Remind <laughs> me. So I'm sorry. I'm, forgive my. It's five rings that Jeter and Mo have? Five? Yeah. Or five, right? So yeah. well, yeah. let's go through them. It's 96, and that was against whom? Braves. Braves. Yep. And then it was 98. Padres. 99. Braves. 2000. Mets. We're going to get back down in a second. And then... Uh, uh, 09. 09. Yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, who's... who's, who's uh, Phillies in Phillies, 09. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So, Subway Series mm. in the Maxwell Glick household. At that point, has the family well, pretty much abandoned the baseball? Mm. Or is there any type was, of fireback? Or The most... That, the most uh, my best friend was a Mets fan. Oh. So my best friend in high school was a Mets fan, Chuck, um, and he's insane. <laughs> and As a lot of Mets fans are. So um, we, that was that was a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't speak. Oh, literally? Yeah, we didn't really? talk for like a week because uh, we couldn't. No, t- I love it. No, I, I'm the same way with some of my we friends. We talked no. for a week. Oh yeah. No, intensity. our our really close friend Monica Cuoco oh, is a right. huge Cardinals fan. And this past year, the Cardinals mm-hmm. and the Cubs faced each other yes. in the NLDS. Yeah. And we absolutely treated each other with love and respect. That's good. I will. I, I will. I, will actually, I promise you. It's we, true. So that's good. We I have a really little. True. I, yeah. We we're on a little uh, <laughs> text based uh, group chat type yeah. thing between the three of us. Which you know what? You should join our text. You're a baseball person. We should we should build our baseball group text. But it was uh, really interesting for me to sit there because I love them both. And, and Monica is is I'm telling you she is the type of baseball fan you want to be. She I just mm-hmm. I love her. She is awesome. And. Me sitting on the sidelines and watching these two, I didn't know what to do. I felt like, you know, it was mommy and daddy type of thing. I was like, I don't know what, oh, whose side to take. I just want, I want everyone yeah. to be happy. But, the, but there was no fighting. It was there was absolutely no fighting and it was perfect because they were both very, very 
kind to one another when something would happen. She was very conciliatory. Um, and uh, yeah, even now, as the off season goes, what was her line when the she's Cubs in did her quiet sign baseball Mr. Place. Hayward? She's in. She's like, I'm in. Her, I'm oh. in my quiet baseball. She was not happy when Jason Hayward oh, yeah. signed with the Cubs. But yeah. once again, though, it, it's not anger. It's not hatred. It's just it's baseball. <laughs> no, yeah. Do you I still mean, talk to Chuck? Is Chuck oh, still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. But but that week, you know, he's uh, like he still won't even acknowledge that that <laughs> World Series happened. You know, it's like <laughs> wow. So then, what did you think about the uh, infamous uh, uh, Roger Clemens, Mike Piazza dust up? Um, oh man! Yeah, for those, well, you know, why don't you explain it for we those? We watched that game uh, together, actually, uh, Chuck and I. So we we did talk, like we didn't, t- we just didn't talk. We watched the game together. We watched but, a couple but of them didn't together. Talk. We didn't. T- <laughs> That's so strange. Yeah, it's great. Would you like look at it? Would you like not even make eye contact? Uh, no, we would. I mean, there, and there were other a couple of people also around for it, but <laughs> so but, like buffer like, zones. Yeah, <laughs> but like uh, oh the bat. Oh man. So why do you he describe erupted. that? Yeah. So so Mike Piazza and Roger Piazza, Clemens. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Clemens uh, throws this pitch to Piazza and. Uh, would he hit a ball ba- right back to Clemens? Yeah. Or did the, the bat yeah, broke? Yeah, the bat broke. The bat broke. The bat broke. And, and the barrel of the bat kind of... The barrel of the bat came right to Roger. Yeah. Yep. And he just chucked it at Piazza. He threw the barrel of the bat, the broken bat, which has shards of wood, like, which is a... <laughs> it's not a safe thing to be just throwing. And you could see in Mr. Clemens's eyes the... Um, rage of some sort <laughs> that may have been enhanced by that may have been enhanced by something but sure. he was very raged out yeah and that was Just, I mean f- wow it was insane it was intense uh, I mean you know in the moment <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> You guys have had a lot of those recently. Yeah. Uh, if if we go to the uh, 03 with uh, that's not my, that recent. My hmm? it's not that recent. 03 oh, is God. not that recent. That's really sad. It really isn't a reason, but uh, my 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 lovable favorite, beautiful man, the bald headed baby, Mr. Zimmer, coming <laughs> barreling out of the dugout against the Red Sox <laughs> and Pedro Martinez, the Red Sox pitcher. Uh, the look of that utter. Was a, that was 04, wasn't it? Was, I didn't know if it was no, 03. It was 04. 04. It was 04 because that was part of. Yeah. Oh, uh, was 04. You look back yeah, yeah, on that yeah. It was one of the pivotal moments of the Red Sox season. Right. But just to see, I will never forget to see the. You can see fear in Pedro's eyes for a millisecond of like I don't know what to do yeah I know because this is an old man coming running at me I don't want to kill this person that's amazing but he's coming at he's barreling down at me with a little bald head and Pedro just grabbing that head and throwing it to the ground Uh, it was that was amazing unbelievable so you guys had a little bit of uh, you know uh, feistiness in those in that dynasty team come on that was awesome I mean I loved that stuff it was great now so in 04 yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. like, could I understand that it must have been really painful in all yeah. sorts of ways? But could you also appreciate the magnitude of what was happening? Mm. I mean, appreciate the miracle of it, of of a team never having come back from three games down to win four no. in a row, and then <laughs> nothing about you could honesty. appreciate that. Uh, it was really hard to appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, like, uh, it, it was, no, 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 it was really rough. It, no, yeah, I, I even, like, I mean, now it's been a while, so... Where, yeah. where were you living? Were you in Boston? Because you uh, went to uh, Boston, yeah, I was College, Boston College, so yeah, I was done. you lived in the in the enemy's uh, territory did. for a bit. I did. Um, I was not there for that. 
That's nice. Thank God. <laughs> uh, I, um, no, I just, uh, I, I did, um, I did watch Game 7, uh, all of it. I made a point to, like, Good watch, watch it all. Because <laughs> it was a horrible game. It's I mean, hard like, to do. It's hard to, it's like, hard there to was, subject there yourself to There was never a doubt, like, the Red Sox yeah. were going to win. Oh, so. Johnny Damon had that grand slam early, and it was in the first so, inning, yeah. Yeah, so I did you know, but I, I watched it all, and, uh. Yeah, I even watched the celebration. I was wow, like, that! What? You know, yeah, you know. So I That's did, impressive. maybe a part of me did, like, just want to watch it because it's baseball <laughs> history. Um, but I can't, to this day, appreciate it now. I feel like there's some self-flagellation, like, masculine, just, you know, you gotta force yourself to, to watch the pain and, and to live through this pain. Uh, and, yeah. It was awful. I mean, I watched all of the Whew. 03 games, mm. you know, for us. I mean, yeah. I watched them. Sure, of course. You know, yeah. Um, no, but it's tough. It's it's that you know I I say this all the time, but from for eleven months out of the year, I talk about how October is the greatest month ever created and how October baseball is the best. Mm-hmm. And then October comes around, and I remember how much I megalode October when my team is in it because it is just yeah. a constant pain in my stomach that I wake up with every single second of the day. And Anthony can can uh, attest to this. Mm. This year, in 2015, uh, the Detroit Tigers were laughingly bad. Mm-hmm. Um, they were laughingly just awful. Terrible laugh place. I, th- I believe they started 26 different pitchers, starting pitchers this year, just injuries galore. Um, but this was probably the first October in a very long time that I just enjoyed. That I wasn't stressed that I wasn't angry. I was just mm-hmm. happy. And mm-hmm. I watched every single game of the postseason this year just excited for baseball. Yeah, and and no, it's, it's it's tough it's when your team loses because it's 162. I mean, good job, Manish. That's a very uh, 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 deep thought. It's tough when your team loses. <laughs> but it's it's 162 <laughs> games. You know, We really do live and die with every oh, yeah. inning, every pitch. You know, I don't know how the players do it. You know, when I see them being able to bounce back, I, I that's why I tried to put myself in, I think it was Jose Valverde's shoes in 2012 when our closer um, just kept on blowing games, just kept on losing it for us. And I was getting really mad at him. And I remember one night, um, I just kind of sat in my bed and was like, you know what? Put yourself in Jose's shoes in this moment. Right now, he's in Detroit. He just blew the game. You didn't do nothing. You just yeah. sat on the couch watching, you know, in your underwear. Right. He's sitting in your, in your underwear, Manish. Yeah, why not? I like to be comfortable. I can't unsee that image. I'm yeah, sorry. It's really <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm on my PJs right now, so you know, it just it's one you step are. removed from where I am now. But uh, <laughs> I'm glad you got dressed for me. Hey, yeah. hey, Anthony, we're up, up up late playing poker, so this is this is our early morning podcasting. Um, but so yeah, so I just, I just remember putting myself in Jose's shoes and being like, you know what? he's got to bounce back in 12 hours and pitch again. So as a fan, I need to bounce back and put it out of my head <laughs> and, and, and be there for him the way I was last night. It's big, big of you, Manish. Yeah. I, think it is, I think it is very big of me. It's really nice. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I want to talk to you about your ballpark because Anthony and I have now seen mm-hmm. a live baseball game at all 30 yeah. Major League Baseball stadiums. It's amazing. You, unfortunately, were too young to have truly experienced the house that Ruth built, because Why? the renovations no, were no, because the renovations were 1974. Oh, you're about that. exactly. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So yeah. you didn't truly feel it. I always called the Yankee Stadium okay. that I grew up with Yankee Stadium one and a half. Like yeah. it was, okay. it was yeah. Yankee Stadium, but yeah, it was yeah, yeah, one sure. and a half. Sure. 
But you did sit on that footprint, and yeah. you did sit with the same, for the most part, yeah. views that that you know uh, the folks had in mm-hmm. 1910. Mm-hmm. You're not looking at much. Yeah, <laughs> you're um, not. Look, it's not look, some view. You don't go to. Your, well, what yeah, I mean by yeah. no, I'm sorry. What I mean by view is the the. Uh, I always like when I go to Fenway and Wrigley that when I'm sitting there, I know that a hundred years ago someone else's butt was in that seat yes. and their vision was looking at the exact same mm-hmm. thing that I was looking at. So I, could, I put yeah. myself, yes. that's, that's what I mean by that's views. Not yeah. a vista, totally. but yes. more so of the ballplayers yes. and of the field. Yes. So what were your thoughts of old Yankee Stadium? What are your thoughts of new Yankee Stadium? Are there things you would like to see them do differently? Just, just. Yeah, um, I loved the old stadium. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, when you're when you're in it, uh, I know it's weird, but you really could sense the history. Um, it, Why is that weird? It's not weird. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you just can. Um, it it was uh, yeah, it was just awesome, and and especially during like a big game, playoff time, like that place shook. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was the loud. I it, think it's it, the when the train went by, it would shake. Yeah. Like it was just it, it, it really was, was New York. So loud, so loud. So loud. Uh, <laughs> and it, it was just it was it was a really special place. Um, it was getting, you know, a little rundown and stuff. It was and it, dumpy. It, it, it was, it, <laughs> like, it, you know, we needed, we needed, uh, like, yeah, it, it definitely, I wasn't like, oh, I can't believe they're getting rid of it because it, it did feel outdated and it didn't have any of the modern conveniences. But that was your home and, growing up. I mean, that's the, I but, when, when Tiger Stadium <clears throat> came down, I openly but, wept. No, it was very sad when I, when it went, when it, came down okay. but like i it, it, it was inevitable that they were gonna do it uh i knew it was coming but um it didn't have the to me it, it never had the beauty of no wrigley or fenway. it's not wrigley it just, or fenway it's not it's not it it didn't it, it's true uh so it was like okay well they're gonna make an awesome new shiny yankee stadium <laughs> yes. and shiny it's gonna be accurate. just like it you know um it's not no. Really, uh, it's it's just. Um, I mean, hey, it's it's an, it's it's a fine place to go, and <laughs> but like, it's so. Uh, it's just like it's just like a museum, like it's just so. There's like so much marble, and it's just so big, and um, so yeah, I don't really love it, and and you're uh, far from the action. And um, well, it's you, unaffordable. You it's can't absolutely afford, unaffordable. Well, and the people that can afford it don't go. Like, like all the, you know, when you watch a game on TV, all the seats are empty behind home plate because like no one's buying them or the companies are just. You I'll know, tell you like, this. This this has been an idea I've had for a long time, and I can't remember if I've put it out on the podcast yet or not. But I'm going to do it now because I don't understand why people like the Yankees don't do this. All right. Well, I guess I do kind of understand, but. For all those corporate, so you got all those corporate seats behind home plate, and nobody sits in them half the time, right? <laughs> also, scouts; those are scout seats. Also, scout seats have maybe about seven or eight. It's it's the overwhelming majority sure. of those seats sure. are the I believe is it the Diamond Club, whatever the fancy name, ah. the Dugout Club, the yeah. we've got Disposable Income Club. Yeah, but uh, so here's you know what I think, and I kind of stole this idea from Broadway in a little bit. So for for in Broadway, you've got the house seats. Everyone's got house seats, and a couple of days before. Uh, they know, release them. You to release the public, them to the public just in case yes. they haven't been sold. And here's my my variation on that theme. 
So for the folks that have these corporate seats that have tickets to all 81 games and don't go to 74 of them, <laughs> the day of or the day before, whatever, however you want to do it, by 3 p.m. You know, uh, on that day, your tickets are released to a uh, lottery for the public schools in New York. For all public schools, they get a lottery for your seats. And so every single game that you're not there, a couple of kids from PS whatever, middle school, high school, who cares, they get to go and they get to sit in those seats and they get to have an experience they will never forget. It will be great for your PR for your company. It will be great to actually build young fans because that's how you become fans of the game by actually being able to sit and watch the game, not sit in section 900 up near the clouds (laughs) where you can't see anything and you're surrounded by drunk wonderful human beings uh and it's just it's i don't understand i mean i said i get why it's complicated and i'm sure there's legal issues as to why you couldn't do that blah 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 but listen just try something to and also it's great i move i move for a vote i move i move make a motion for a vote would you would you are you in agreement with this yeah, that's a great idea. It's very, I, very I, noble. seconded. Unanimous. Yes. All right, the I, motion passes I, as yes. my my first. Yes. It's a very noble idea. I just, yes. I, and here's the it's thing: great, it's not even that noble because, like I said, I it's great think... PR and it's great for the TV. It looks good on TV to have kids on uh, yeah, play. I hate so, seeing. Yeah, oh. so it's good for everybody. I don't understand it. I, yeah. I no, I know it's just it's how it is now. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a great idea. You should propose that to somebody. I I actually have. I proposed it to oh. a couple of folks. And and I've been told that it's there are legal reasons why mm. they they can't do that, but it's there's smart people out there. I'm sure you could figure out a way around it. You could do so. I mean, obviously the Yankees couldn't do anything. It would basically yeah. it would come down to each individual corporation. Yeah. They would have to do that. That's hard to um, get. And yeah. you know, and so I don't have a lot of connections with a lot of Fortune 500 <laughs> CEOs, unfortunately. Yeah. But if any of you are listening, hey, Fortune 500 CEOs, shoot us an email at clubhousepodcast.com. I'd love to chat with you. Yeah. <laughs> I have ideas. You do. Yeah, you know, and the other thing that bothers me with the new stadium is that there's so many um, uh, distractions like the, you know, the, 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 you know, people are not watching the game. Like they're what are they doing? Clap your hand. Just what are they doing? And they're get, getting well, like leaving for a few innings to go and eat, yeah. or like you know, there's just t- so many other things. Um, <laughs> which I mean, it bugs me because you know I'm like yes. I gotta be in my seat yes. for the whole game. Well, yeah. where do you like um, to sit when you go to games? Uh, I, well, you know, it depends on. I, I like uh, uh, like let's see. Dodger Stadium. If I go, I go sit like uh, like above home plate is really nice. Um, it gives a nice view. But sure. I but well because the you know the field seats and whatnot they're just expensive. I I'm yeah. not gonna I I can't pay you know hundreds of dollars every time I want to go to a baseball game because I I want to go to a lot of games. <laughs> um, I mean obviously I'd like to sit on on the field right. in yeah you know either behind home plate or in behind a dugout of some sort but yeah which is interesting because anthony and i have very different views on what so anthony likes to sit uh along the base pads uh basically and you know a little bit closer to first base third base side in that general vicinity Mm -hmm. i love sitting directly behind home plate Mm -hmm. and so it's always i always find that it's interesting to see where so for him he think well why do you describe i don't want to speak for you why do you Mm -hmm. like sitting where you sit i feel i feel like i get to see the plays being made more fully when i'm when i'm behind home plate then you can really see the pitches which is cool but it's harder to see the the play the the fielders 
the arc of the ball, true. And, you know, all of that. that is and true. I like to see the umpires uh, position. Okay. I like to see the pitches and I like to be able to watch that. Like develop. right behind. So yeah, a little bit like to the left or right okay. of the umpire. So he's not blocking you, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, just so you can get a little bit so you can see all the pitches coming in. No, it's I mean. They both have advantages and disadvantages. Sure. I, but it, like, As with everything in life, Max. Oh, very nice, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, like if you're a little raised up behind home plate, I, like, I don't mind if I'm sitting there. Well, either. those used to be my favorite seats at Old Tiger Stadium was the first row of the upper deck uh, behind home plate. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you could watch yeah. absolutely everything. But yeah. now I'm a jaded little <laughs> baseball writer who's been to way too many baseball games. And yeah. I like to be able to feel and hear and oh, smell I mean, and, totally. and, and just be as close to the action as humanly possible. I just, it's been I'm only jaded. how many, it hasn't been that long as we record this. We recorded this in December. So just a little over a month since the last baseball has been played. And we went to a lot of games this year. We did. And I'm feeling the joy of just remembering sitting in those seats and watching the arc of the ball in all of the state. Like it's, I'll it tell just you, fills Anthony, me with joy. So cool. I was just, There's nothing uh, like it I took former guest world. of the show, uh, Ty Simpkins. I took him to Dodger stadium last weekend and, uh, we were uh, kind of walking around the stadium and I was taking him in the dugouts and on the field and all that stuff. And the week before that, I was lucky enough, another former guest on the show, Zach Hample, uh, he and I went to Yankee stadium and, it's you know going to baseball stadiums in the winter. I love because I just mm-hmm. I'm I it is I am a baseball addict. Like if if there it is a problem. I love baseball to a probably unhealthy degree. Mm-hmm. And in the winter, right. I really do. It's I'm like a junkie. I sit there and I need to be there. And so yes, just I miss baseball more than life itself. I I, I need to. Maybe I need to just take up winter residence like down in, in the Dominican or Venezuela or wherever the winter ball is. And maybe that's what I just need to do. Is start. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I need winter it. ball or, uh, yeah, you got to do Arizona Fall League and yes, then winter the ball. And then, um, yeah. And then back to Arizona or Florida for spring training. You're yeah, it stinks. I was looking at Anthony's uh, if then uh, yeah, tour schedule. Unfortunately, we're, we're, in, we're in the, the cold Midwest. Midwestern yeah, states. I'm, I'm thinking during. about going to spring training this year, and uh, if you, well, you're going to be missed. Maybe yeah. I'll, I'll do some solo podcast there just to taunt you to say, That's "Hey, look, 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 where, look where I am." I'm willing yeah. for that taunt if it means you're experiencing <laughs> the joys of if you go, baseball. <laughs> if you go to Arizona, let me know. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's pretty close. So, do you go down that's... to uh, the Grapefruit League down in Tampa to watch your your Yankees in Steinbrenner? St- yeah, in Steinbrenner, Steinbrenner Stadium down in yeah. Tampa. Because <laughs> yes. why not name the spring training stadium after him too? Uh, no, I, I've never been to really? spring training. Oh, why is that? Great. Why do you think that is? Just not. I had the time, not had yeah, the interest. Yeah, it's or? not. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's it's a t- like I don't. It's just not. I don't know. Not. I don't know. I'm not gonna fly down to um, Tampa <laughs> in March. For... Full stop. Just full stop. Yeah. I mean, like, it's not. Yeah. I mean, one day I'll get. I'll go and see. Sure. It's not high on the list right now. Sure. Uh, yeah, it is an experience. It is a very. I mean, I'd unique love to experience. go. I just, uh, it's just, you know. Well, it's, you're it's so much far. more convenient to go to Arizona exactly. though, because there's so many more teams that are yeah. in much more proximity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but also I'm, the weather is so much better in Arizona in March than it is yep. in in uh, sure. Tampa. It gets yeah. cold. People don't realize. Like, sure. Oh, we're yeah. in southern. You know, we're in Florida. Yeah, well, it's freezing there. I mean, yeah, I I, I want to go to the Cubs because they just built like yeah. a brand new. Yeah, I haven't been to the new one new yet. One. Yeah, yeah. I've been to the new one yet either. It's, I got to sing Take Me Out to the Ball game at a Cubs spring oh, training that's game. that's cool. When I was touring with Little Shop of Horrors. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> but I still haven't done that at Wrigley. That's one of my goals. Oh, to get gosh. to do the seventh inning stretch at Wrigley. To. I know. 
How, how do you I, even? I'm trying. Okay. Good. We're working on it. I'm trying. We're, It'll, we're, it's going to happen. It it's, has it's, to happen. It, no, it will happen. There, there are several <laughs> very cool things that are going to happen, but uh, that, that'll yeah. be for a later podcast. We're just going to take a brief break so that I can tell you how to get in touch with Anthony or me. You can follow us on Twitter at ClubhousePod. Visit our website, clubhousepodcast.com, for extensive links and information about some of the baseball moments we discussed on the show. There are also photos from our cross-country road trip for you to peruse at your leisure. We love hearing from our listeners and getting you involved with the discussion. So please email us at clubhousepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us about your favorite baseball stories, your favorite baseball films, why your team or ballpark is so special. Or honestly, just if you want to say hello. If you are a new listener to the Clubhouse Podcast, welcome. For more great baseball conversations, take a look at our archives, like our chat with film and television actor Joey Slotnick. In this episode, Joey relives the memory of being in attendance for the infamous Steve Bartman game at Wrigley Field. So incredibly exciting. And I remember people around me, you know, when it got to it, it was like five more outs. I heard, I heard five more outs, five more outs. And they were saying it out loud. And I thought Don't to myself, I thought to myself, what do you, what do you, please, please be quiet. Don't oh say anything. God. And then, and then this thing happened. And of course there were, there's no replay. Uh-huh. You don't see a replay, but there was this, you know, off to like in front of me and just to the so left. you could see it. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. And, and you just kind of didn't know, you know I mean? Like everyone stood up when the, when, cause you thought Moises was going to catch it. And then, and then he, you know, of course a little up, upset by it and kind of running well. around and then, but you didn't know. And so people of course around you had headphones on, you kind of looked here, but it was, everyone was standing up and there was a buzz and you weren't quite sure what was going on. And now back to our conversation with Maxwell Glick. So, uh, when the Yankees come out here, because obviously mm-hmm. they don't play the Dodgers every year. Have mm-hmm. they played the Dodgers since you've been out here? Oh, yeah, yeah. And do you try to go to as many games as you can when they come out? Yeah. What about when they play Anaheim? Yes. Uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. I know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. It um, really is. Yeah, no, uh, I always go to a Yankee-Angel game every year. Only one? At least one. one. At least one. It just depends on my schedule, which changes every day sometimes. Now, we just learned how easy it is uh, from Sarah Colonna uh, to get to Angel Stadium from Los Angeles uh, via public transport. Since you are a New York person, have you ever taken the train train to— I have not. Apparently it's super easy. <laughs> yeah, there is a train that go- does stop right near that. Yeah, city. It goes right there. You're saying yeah. it drops you off right there, and you can save on parking, and you can, you know, maybe have an adult beverage or two, and not have to worry about it. Mm. And uh, I don't have to like sit said, in that. Isn't the it terrible the, the, traffic? The tra- the, oh, no, it's wonderful. Tra- isn't it wonderful yes, sitting in traffic on freeways? Yes. Wonderful. Yeah, the five. Uh, I'm going against the grain here. I've been in, in LA now for ten days. I've been loving the traffic. Because I get to listen to Hamilton when I'm in the car, and I oh, just sing go. to my heart's content, <laughs> and no one can tell me to well, shut up. There you go. Well, yeah, but when you deal with it on a daily basis, yeah, you know, exactly. Especially that drive, because the five is um, that's the only thing. That's all yeah, you that's it. Time. So, uh, and a game like a weeknight game would be at seven o'clock. So yeah, you yes, are in rush tough. hour. It's it's a it's a bad bad drive, but yeah. I've always driven. Take the train. Yeah, that's our gift to you. Take take Maybe. it, take it, and then let's give it. I mean, like I said, next year I, I I'm probably going to be out here a little bit again, and so I'm most definitely going to be going out to that ballpark several times. So okay. that's what we'll do next year. We will we'll go and we'll we'll take the train together. 
Great. You heard it here first, <laughs> folks. Date. It's fantastic. I always want to know when you have such a successful team and so many famous players, did you have like one who was like your guy that like you loved the most? Yeah. Well, as a little kid, uh, I uh, it was Mickey Mantle. Uh, I was number seven in Little League all all the time. Did you know when for did, Mickey Mantle? When did you discover his darkness? <laughs> <laughs> Mickey had some issues. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, not till I was older. You know, yeah, like yeah. but. Um, uh, How were you consuming Mickey Mantle um, footage at that point? Because obviously, children out there. This was pre-internet. But there was the Yes Network hours. that existed, didn't it? But even then, I don't think yes, we're really doing no. a lot of archive games mm. the I, way I they think, do now. Um, I was it think, encyclopedias and books and yeah, and yeah, maybe? books. I read a lot. Uh, I, I did read like Mickey Mantle biographies and things. I really did. Like, oh, so I was, but as a kid, yeah. So then you kid. must have known the darkness if you're reading. Yeah, biographies. I guess. But you know, some of those biographies some, they'll leave about, especially uh, the ones that are geared towards kids. Okay. They're certainly yeah. going to leave. Sure, <laughs> sure, sure, I, sure. I read a lot of great, you know. Bo Jackson books and Newt Rockne books and all this stuff that yeah. were specifically geared towards children that yeah. are not going to bring up. Yeah. The, but the I was, and, and yeah. The women. Yeah. I was always, yeah. Mickey Mantle. I just, I don't know. He just seems like, seemed like this all American legend as yeah. a kid. Um, uh, it's tragic. What I mean, it's he really. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the greatest, but he, he really yeah. would have been. Oh yeah, potentially oh. the greatest had oh, it not yeah. been for his off the field stuff and the the knee injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, just exactly. So it was him, and um, and then like the like Don Mattingly was like oh. uh, really Donnie baseball. So mm-hmm. you got to see Donnie baseball for the last couple of years out here helming the <laughs> Los Angeles Dodgers. How 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 did you feel about this this guy who you loved? And seeing just the media rip him apart. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, it, it hurt me a little. It right? really did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hurt you on the on behalf of him that he was getting yeah. beaten uh, down? Because yeah, because it was, yeah, like, it's not his fault the Dodgers <laughs> didn't win the World Series ever under him. I mean, it really, it wasn't. Like, that team. It's tough. Yeah, uh, you know, the team. He did leave Clayton in. He left Clayton. I will say that. He left Clayton. Leaving Clayton to get beat around at whatever was seven, eight consecutive hits. Crazy. That was a ridiculous. No, that was a bad move. Yeah, but that didn't lose in the entire series. That that lost in the game. But but they could have won that game. The Dodgers had a lot of issues. uh, As they've had a lot of issues for a while. Yeah. I mean,. Uh, well, they're trying the old Yankee gimmick yeah. of, of buying uh, a World Series. But, yep. oh, this, no, this makes me think. Of, so we're talking about the Dodgers, <laughs> which always makes me think of Vince Scully. Oh. And mm. then to think of the guys who call your games. <laughs> and how do you feel <laughs> about an A-bomb for A-Rod? Oh, yeah. He's just gotten progressively crazy as the years have gone on. Just in, <laughs> more insane with the home run calls. Because like. I get stuck. What about Susan Walden? Susan Walden is I, you know, Susan. Hey, I I love her energy. I love her excitement. I love her passion. I was over there and I was talking to the DJ, and he told me. (laughs) She's great. I mean, there's there's. uh, I mean. <laughs> they love the Yankees yeah. <laughs> so much. So there's not a lot of objectivity. So in, in you know, I I, I kind of enjoy <laughs> listening to them. It's great. I always like if there's like a home run that was hit 
I uh, like a big home run, I will always look for the call from John Sterling. <laughs> like after the game, if I was totally. a Yankee fan, I, I'm so fun. Not to put you on the spot, because I don't know if you do this or not, but I feel like if I was a Yankee fan, all I would do is figure out what he would do with my name. Have you ever done that? Figure out how would he oh, glickify my name? Yeah. The, uh, uh, <laughs> a nope, that's that's no. dirty. That's no, dirty. No. Yeah, it's my mind is stuff. going very. Yeah, your your name rhymes with some dirty words. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> Click hits at the maximum oh, distance. There you go. Oh, that's wow. clever. That, so that yeah, could that that's could work. Great. <laughs> that's really impressive. You really wrapped that one out of the park. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> There's nothing with Jane. Some Tarzan Jane reference potentially. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, but he definitely does. I mean, when a new player comes up, or I mean, he's probably like. Oh, oh I guarantee you. Yeah, he spends months. That. Like, what in, was in his, his call for Jeter? The captain. El Capitan. El Capitan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So, all right. We are running dangerously low, low on time, unfortunately, <laughs> which is super depressing to me. But um, we have a trivia game okay. that we have to play. Oh, man. And um, before we get into this trivia game, I have to ask you, what number would you be if uh, you played? And what position would you be? Oh, well, um, seven, but I can't be seven if I'm on the Yankees. Nope. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You can't be many numbers. I know. <laughs> I would, um, I would be, uh, 77 on the Yankees. <laughs> That's available. <laughs> okay. Not retired. Okay. <laughs> and playing what position? Uh, second base. Second base. Oh, yeah. I like second go base. To Robbie. I like second base. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Before we get into that, actually, uh, Robbie Cano. How were your feelings on on what went down with that? Because he was being groomed to yeah. kind of be the next face of the New York Junkies, and yeah. uh, that ended poorly for him and you. Mm. How how did you feel about that? I mean, hey, he was offered three hundred million dollars. I would take it too. So, <laughs> but it's but yeah, no, I I was sad to see him go because he like, uh, Cano uh, could have been. Like he would have had his number retired. Like he yep, would have had exactly. the whole deal. Yeah. He uh, and he could have hit a ton more home runs. His numbers would have been better if he stayed with the Yankees. Probably. Um. Uh. Yeah, it was kind of sad, but uh, yeah, it was. It was a, it's always tough because you know I feel like you and I, uh, Anthony and I, are used to sometimes some of our players leaving uh, for for more money or for whatever. But the Yankees, yeah. that's something that oh, it's really. I feel like you don't really that have that happens. experience very often. Never of, happens. Of a guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's sad to see him go. Definitely. And and uh, oh, we missed him a lot last year. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I don't even remember who your second baseman was in 2015. Nah, it was, it <laughs> there was a revolving door of who's mess who. of like you know outcasts and rookies and Stephen Drew and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, it was rough. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, but yeah, I miss him. Um, okay. Yeah. All right, well, now let's get to our uh, trivia game. And Anthony, would you like to explain the rules of our trivia game? Okay, you get uh, four at-bats, three outs. First at-bat, easy, single. Second at-bat, double. Depending on the nature of the answer and the question, maybe you could score from first. Third at bat would be a triple. Fourth at bat would be a home run. You could potentially score four runs for your beloved New York Yankees. All right. Okay. So the pressure. And I believe, and I'm sorry, Tom I should have. I should have checked before. Tom had, I believe, two runs. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I'm gonna have to double check. No, no, no. This is good. You're adding on to his. So basically, right now, oh, yeah, James Merrillat is currently. Uh, uh, although 
Yeah, James is is uh, leading everyone for the Colorado Rockies. He got all four questions right. Whoa. To be fair, the Rockies have very little history, yeah. and so it's it's the trivia that it was a little bit. And he's also a sports writer and is oh. a yeah. So he's living. So it's a little all pressure right. there. But since right. Tom already put two on the board for those Yankees, wow. you have a chance to take the lead. Um, so here we go. Okay. Now batting for the New York Yankees. Number 77, the second baseman, Maxwell. Quick. I realize that our, our game has a weird thing about it, which is that the same person bats the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah, like well, it's like you know when you're when you're playing in, in, in the yeah. sandlot, you got ghost runners out there, yeah. so you yeah. bat for yourself, and there's of the ghost yeah. on first. Yeah. Always, yeah. All right, so here we go. This is for a single. The late great Yogi Berra holds several MLB records, one of which will most likely never be broken. How many World Series rings did Yogi win as a player? Ten. That is a scorching single. You hit that the other way, actually. You hit it the other way, and you are on on first base. Now, you do have an opportunity to to steal. I'm going to explain this to you. I know. It gets super complicated. So here is how what happens. I'm going to read you this question. And if you would like to steal, answer it. If you don't think you know the answer, you don't have to answer it. If you are, if you get it wrong, the guy on first is thrown out. You will have one out and nobody on base. <clears throat> okay. If you get it right, obviously he'll be on second. <laughs> so, uh, so Yogi won 10. But how many World Series did he appear in as a player? So he did lose. He did make it to the World Series a couple more times and and did not win. But how many more times? So in total, how many World Series did he play in as a player? Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not stealing. All right, I like this. I feel like that's. A, I mean, the Yankees don't really steal very much. You guys are, are, are uh, <laughs> kind of an older, uh, older, broken yes. down ball club. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> even our guys that that are known for stealing yeah. don't, steal. don't steal anymore. Uh, so he actually appeared in 14. So he lost Ooh. four. Uh, wow. But he, he was in 14 World Still Series. pretty good ratio, if you wow. ask me. And he actually wow. appeared in two more as a manager. As a manager, yes. Uh, he, he lost won, in... Okay. I thought he, he won one as a manager? No. No, he lost both. So he lost in 64, uh, 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 managing the Yankees against the Cardinals. And in 73, managing the Mets uh, and losing to the A's. Uh, wow. So now okay. this is for a double. All right. The question, you have a runner on first. The question is... Only 23 pitchers have tossed perfect games in Major League history. Three of them were pinstripes, a.k.a. were New York Yankees, because there are other teams like the Cubs that have pinstripes. Yeah, but the Yankees are known as I understand, but let's just call it what it is. (laughs) Name the three Yankees who have pitched a perfect game. David Cohn, David Wells, Don Larson. Scorching double, ringing almost a home run, bouncing off the top of the wall. That runner... Stands up into home plate. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that, that a run is in. The Yankees are now on the board. It is. They have three yeah. runs on the board. And Good. and I was at David Cohn's perfect game. Oh, okay. We're gonna goodness. take a brief break in this <laughs> trivia contest. Please tell us a story, Maxwell. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, it was Yogi Berra Day. <laughs> At Yankee Stadium. <laughs> this is my, wow. I should have talked to you a little bit more before I came up with these trivia questions because I just I'm handing these to you. But. It was Yogi Berra Day at Yankee Stadium, uh, and I uh, saw that on the schedule, and I was like, I want to go to that. That's gonna be fun. 
So uh, <laughs> I, I went with my dad and... Um, wow. Don, yep, Don Larson threw out the first pitch to Yogi Berra. Don Larson, for those of you who may not know, what did he do, Maxwell? Pitched the perfect game in the World Series. In a World Series. Who caught that? Uh, uh, Yogi. Which, by the way, the only thing I genuinely love about New Yankee Stadium is that Larson to Yogi statue in the Hall of Fame that they have with oh, all yeah, the balls underneath it. Awesome. That is I every time I go, That's really cool. every time I go to Yankee Stadium, I make sure I go take a look at it. That's I just, really cool. I really like that statue. Yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, so um, it, it was kind of crazy because every um, everyone involved that in a perfect game in, in Yankee history there was there because <laughs> Don Larson's there, Yogi, uh, David Wells was on the team. Oh and my goodness. And there's David Cohn <laughs> just mowing down the Expos. <laughs> uh, wow. And it was. Um, were there any stunning uh, plays, like any great, great fielding plays that you remember? Was yeah, part of it? Uh, yeah. Um, Ricky Lede made this catch in left, and I think he lost it in the sun. Like he just came running in, and you could tell like he had no idea where it was, but he just stuck his glove out and caught it. <laughs> so it was one of those. Yeah, always one of those. You have to have one of those for yeah. a perfect game or no hitter, otherwise it doesn't count. Yeah, but David Cohn was like so efficient. Like he, it, it was insane. I think he threw like 80 something pitches. So it was a wow. Maddox as well. It was crazy. Do you remember at what point in the game that you slash the crowd realized what was going on? Oh yeah. Uh, oh, so definitely after, uh, after five. Cause you know, you look yeah, and you're like, oh yeah. Um, and there was also a rain delay. Really? I don't remember yeah, that. Okay. Before the game, you mean? Not during the game. No, during and he came back out. And How pitched. long? Do you remember? I mean, it wasn't guess, that long. Yeah, but, it may, yeah, may have been 15, sure. 20 minutes or whatever. Sure. Um, but yeah, there was a rain delay. And uh, yeah, so, so we had to sit through that. And then. And in the final three outs. Whew. <laughs> is it cheering, 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 then silence? Is that how it went? You know, the rhythm of it, right? Oh, yeah. Screaming yeah. and then silence. Yes. And then screaming and silence, yep. right? Yeah. I was like. Uh, I had like pins and needles. Yeah. Like I felt like I was going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> like it was that kind of feeling. Um, yep. Throat parched. Just like <laughs> can't feel anything. How is David Cohn feeling anything? I don't uh, Yeah, it was. No, um, but I, it's funny because I mean, I got to, I didn't, wasn't there, but I got to watch Jake throw his no hitter. Jake Arrieta throw yeah. his no hitter. And what I experienced watching it, it's certainly on TV. I knew he was going to do it. I just, I, I, and this is from a Cubs fan who never believes anything. I, I will vouch for this. He was supremely confident in this happening. And, and just because I was looking at him, I knew he was going to do yeah, it. He was just locked in. Yeah. He was just, there was, there was nothing that was going to stop yeah. him. And the way he describes his experience is he said it, it all happened really fast. Well, I'm telling you, a lot of these guys. So yeah. I remember Doug Fister, just, uh, when he pitched for the Tigers a couple years back, uh, he set the uh, record for the Tigers record, I believe. It was either eight or nine uh, straight strikeouts in a row or something like that. And when he got the record, I think Prince Fielder kind of was like, hey, get off the mound real quick. People are wanting to cheer for you. And he got really mad. He was like, what are you doing? I'm pitching, whatever. And then after the game, they interviewed him. They're like, what was that between you and Prince? He was like, oh, I had no idea that I'd struck out the last X amount of guys. Like, you're just, I'm just thinking about the next pitch. But Jake knew because he had got, he'd gotten a couple few outs away from no hitters a handful no, it's of not times even about not knowing, but it's, yeah. just, it's being in that zone though. It's yeah. just being locked in. Even if you are aware of it, it's just it's it's that rhythm, it's that pitch and catch, it's it, that I'm doing 
yeah, I, I don't want to think totally. about it too much. I don't want to, you know, whatever. It's just I'm gonna. It's gonna happen. I'm locked in. And then then there was the huge celebration on the field oh, at the man. end. Yeah. It was incredible. I mean, that final out. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll never forget it. What was it the was final a, out? Uh, it was a pop up foul territory to Scott Brocious. I'm not joking. That was going um, to be my trivia question, and I'm kind of. Uh, I thought it was going to be too hard, uh, and I, I. That should have been my trivia question. Okay, that's so, all right, though. So can you? He has to unlock his phone for me to. I oh, want to yeah, read the details of because oh we got to read. We get to read you the. You know these details, but, but for, for, the, for, for the for the, for the home listeners. So uh, the D- David Cohn game that you're talking about was July 18th, 1999. That's the most recent. Um, New York won that game uh, six to nothing against Montreal. Mon- Montreal. The, the the Montreal Expos, who later became the Washington Nationals, mm-hmm. right? Uh, David Wells pitched a perfect game on May seventeenth, nineteen ninety eight, which was um, yeah. What was that? Was not a year that things? Did you guys win? Yeah, yeah, they won. Yeah, World you won. You won. Yeah, we won like a hundred fourteen. Hundred fourteen that yeah. year. <laughs> and that was uh, New York won four nothing against the Minnesota Twins. And then a uh, long time before that, so there was a long drought between perfect games as there are in general, <laughs> long droughts between perfect games yes. for anyone. Uh, Don Larson, we mentioned, October 8th, 1956 in the World Series. Yeah. New York won that game two to nothing against the Brooklyn Dodgers. Yeah. So that's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. They're all, yeah, of course, they're all shutouts. They have to be because they're perfect yeah. games. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so now... This is for a triple. You have a man who is dancing off a second. He's dancing. He's dancing. You're going to score him on this one if you, if you get a hit here. So it's uh, which team ended Joe DiMaggio's 56-game hit streak? Now, remember, before you answer, so you have three outs. So you can get, you know, you can get it wrong yeah. three times. You don't get oh, it wrong twice. twice. Um, so think before you, you speak. But if you do get it wrong, it's okay. Indians. That thing is a long fly ball, and it it hit the top of the fence, and now he's just ricocheting back and forth. But the the what the, the the rules of the the whatever the home home field rules are that yes that yes the yes fence. it's not a home run yes, yes that's not a home run right. but you are your ghosty runner he should have actually run all the way home on that but he got lazy and he stayed on third because you annihilated that ball. On July 17th, 1941, in Cleveland, Mr. DiMaggio went hitless against Cleveland pitchers. If you know this, I'm going to give you 100 runs. I, I, I don't know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, against Al Smith, Jim Bagby. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Al Smith and Jim Bagby yeah. Jr. I'm very disappointed in you that you didn't know that. that. Uh, but here's something that I, I found very interesting. So DiMaggio confided uh, to a teammate after the game that by failing to get a hit, he had also lost $10,000 that was promised to him. Do you know who was promised to him by? No. Heinz Ketchup <laughs> for Over matching 57. the number 57. That's r- okay, I have heard that story. That's and right. so he lost 10 grand. He would have been forever. I get DiMaggio's face would have run Heinz Ketchup for the rest of the time. <laughs> what All right, well, so now there are two runs in. And what's, have, the, what's the closest uh, anybody else has come? 40-something? 40, 40. Right? I think Pete maybe had 44, yeah, I want to say. Yeah, something like uh, that. Manny had, uh, Manny Ramirez had uh, a long one as well. But no, 56 will never happen again. With with uh, you know specialists now, with guys, oh, ta- you yeah. know, junk ballers and 99 mile per hour in the seventh inning. No. And and look, it's gamesmanship now. People will walk him. People will, yeah. will you know, whatever. It, it'll never happen again. No. Okay, I don't know this. I don't know if this will be hard or easy. I don't, I don't know. know. All right, for the home run, you could score all four runs. The Yankees were not known as the Yankees until 1913. 
what were they originally called? And in, and you have to get both of these parts of the question the to run. get the home run. And in what year did they play their first game? Um, As the Yankees. <clears throat> Wait, oh. what? No, that's not how the question is phrased. <laughs> Hold on, let me make nope. sure. Nope. Yeah, no, but that's that's the way. No, the you said nineteen thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, sorry, no, oh, you're right. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry, not as the Yankees. You're right. Yeah, I, I as missed the original right. team. What were they okay. called, and in what year did they first play? Okay, um, Highlanders. Oh, yes, that's me. part of it. In 1903. <laughs> <laughs> he hit <down> the maximum <laughs> distance. He glicked it out. I don't know what Sterling would say, but. Good Lord, Maxwell Glick has just once again obliterated my trivia game. Listen to me, listeners you out there. So sad when we, when I asked the question, I thought that you'd have me to too. struggle. Me too. I, th- I thought his face looked nah. like he had no idea. Nah. Fans, I'm please, I'm begging you because I'm send in trivia questions. Clubhousepodcast gmail dot com. Club incredible. at clubhousepod. I don't care what fa- team you're a fan of. Send me trivia questions that you don't think our guests will be able to get because that's he just. And I'm the pitcher, and I I'm I need to go back to AAA at this point because you just <laughs> annihilated I, me. Yeah, that I, is I, I, four I, runs are on the board. Didn't even need an out. Nope. Four no. runs are on all, the and board. And all first pitch swinging. Yeah, yeah. first oh, yeah. pitch swinging. Just just. That was like the, the Royals last. The and this didn't even like the, you didn't even World take advantage of the short porch. I mean, these things no. are these are Reggie Jackson. Yeah, these are Mickey Mantle moonshots. You know, it, this is. I, I had this great encyclopedia as a kid. Uh, it was a baseball encyclopedia, total baseball. It was huge. I, I mean, it was it. massive, and I used to um, just read that thing all the time. Well, so. <laughs> real quick, I, I'll be curious, and this is for nothing. So the franchise itself was actually started in 1901. So do you know what they were called in 1901 and 1902? Um, were they started as as Baltimore? Something. What do you I think sh- they would be called? Were they the Orioles? Yes. They yeah, were the Baltimore okay, Orioles yeah. in 1901 and 1902. Yeah, it's and weird. Then I- the Highlanders in 1903 and the Yankees in 1913. So, uh, oh, good. Well, that is that is very impressive. <laughs> thank you, sir. For, thank you, for thank that. you, thank you. Oh, so the Yankees are now uh, as, taking a commandingly. As per, you, as per usual. <laughs> taking a command. You're very accustomed to being a winning franchise. How many rings do you guys have? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if you, you do, what, do you know what Joe Girardi's number is? Twenty-seven. Well, he no, he changed it after we won the the twenty-seven. He he now wears uh, twenty-eight. Oh boy! Oh. oh boy! You know what? Though I do like Girardi. I I, I, I think he's a great uh, uh, players manager. Yeah. I think he handles yeah, cool. the yeah. absolute insanity that is the New York press and the New York media and same thing, the New York, uh, 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 just the New York pressure is what I meant to say. Um, no, yeah. But all right. So there's, there's two more things I want to talk to you about. That's actually a lot more things I want to talk to you about, but we're running short on time. Uh, so the first one is that, uh, I just, we have, we can't talk to a Yankee fan without getting your thoughts on the evil, you know, the, Albert, the what's it, I'm not a Star Wars guy. What's the, what's the, the Emperor Palpatine, right? Yeah. The Emperor Palpatine of the New York Yankees, Mister um, Alex Rodriguez. What are your thoughts on on this lovely gentleman? As long as he has a season like he did last year, everything is fine. <laughs> 
okay. The, is it a hold your nose, look the other way? Or is it, you know I mean, I mean, how do you reconcile that? I mean, how do you, it's, it's, you know, here's a guy who, um, now to be fair, I do agree that Major League Baseball has, has, you know, really gone a little bit too far yeah, and they, going, you know, after him. However, the boy just keeps doing dumb stuff. No, he's had a series of really stupid things for like yeah. a long time. I yeah. mean, jeez. Uh, but you know, um, he's on my team for you know another year, another year. <laughs> so um, you guys are getting a lot of money off the books after 2016. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, great. Oh, it's giving me really a lot of money. It's great. I'll tell you this. No, it's I, good. A Rod, as long as he, he just, if he's like he was last year, man, he was like model citizen. He was great mentoring the young kids. Like, <laughs> well, I think he has finally learned. I and, think, like I guess, and he did. He seemed like a different person. Uh, which is good. And look, I, I've made mistakes in my life. And, you know, he seems like a smart guy. And he yeah. seems like a, a, it may have taken him a couple of times to kind of uh, uh, learn. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, one of the things that I do love about him, and, and Anthony and I have talked about this before, is that I put him and Ryan Braun in two separate categories. Like Ryan Braun, I don't think I'm ever going to forgive. I think yeah. Ryan Braun is someone who... The yeah. way that that all went down and him throwing people under the bus and lying mm, and yeah. immediately going to anti-Semitism, which I don't like when people pull that card because it makes it difficult when it actually is an issue um, to Gosh. to have take people take you seriously. Uh, but I w- I happened to be just very luckily at the game in Chicago, uh, U.S. Cellular Field in 2013, um, which was his first game back. The, the suspension had been announced, but he was appealing it. And so it was just quite literally a media circus. I mean, CNN, NBC, ABC, CBS, everyone was there uh, in the parking lot. And when his toe would hit the grass to come out onto the field, the entire U.S. Cellular, which was almost sold out for a game that shouldn't have been sold out because the White Sox were terrible and nobody cared, rained down booze on that man like he had stolen money good. from them. Yeah, good. And I was like, you know, that's to have that kind of power, to have that kind of power to make an entire state mm-hmm. of people hate you mm. kind of cool yeah. that's where my old you know mm, wwf right. wrestling stuff yeah. comes out where i always wanted to be a heel when i was a yeah. kid you always want to be the bad guy because it's a yeah. lot more fun um but yeah. hall of fame what do you think hall of fame oh no, no. he's not gonna get I, in the hall oh, of fame oh, i wanted to ask a yankee fan i've asked giants fans and they're very much uh, in favor of mr bonds being in the hall of fame or or, or how about clemens oh uh, nah he no i mean he no. <laughs> I mean, if you're asking about the Hall of Fame with all of these guys, I mean, um, I, 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 it's a weird thing. I mean, I feel like these guys should be in the Hall of Fame, but maybe you put a little something on their you want plaque. An asterisk? You want an asterisk? Put the, something the on their guys? plaque. Well, I mean, have you been to Cooperstown? Yeah, I haven't been in a long time. Have you been since they've kind of uh, uh, updated with some of the steroid stuff in there? No. So, I mean, they've done a really wonderful job of kind of, in the museum, not in the plaque yeah. room, but in the museum section of it, okay. they've done a really great job of kind of explaining, all right, so, because, I mean, Bonds' stuff is in oh, there, and, okay. and, you know, there, there are steroid guy stuff is in there, and it's just, this is the era, and this yeah. is what happened, you know, we are educating the folks. And, I you know, think whatnot. that's good. Um, I do. Okay. But, uh... Musina? What about Musina? Think he should be in the hall? Uh, he's See, a, I think he's a hall he's, very, very, very good. He's a he's a borderline guy, and he never yeah. won a World Series, yep. which 
sad because uh, you know yeah. he like just missed it. Both on both sides, right? Didn't he come in right before the last and left right before the yeah, next? Or like something that. like that, where it was just like, oh, so, poor guy. He's he's a great pitcher. Wow, he yeah. was awesome. I don't know. Mm. All right. Okay. So now the way that we uh, like to end our podcast is by asking our guests, what is that that quintessential baseball moment in your life that when you sit back and if someone, a stranger on the street says, Maxwell, why are you a baseball fan? It doesn't have to be a moment like, you know, the perfect game or it doesn't have to be anything like that. It can just be just a memory, a moment that pops your head that says, no, this is what encapsulates baseball to me. This is why I love this sport. This is baseball. Well, that was well said. I liked how he went, this, this is, is baseball. baseball. <laughs> <laughs> almost menacingly, almost yeah. menacingly, but not quite. Man. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, uh, well, I mean, you, it, it's hard to think of anything else besides the perfect game that is, like, my moment. Sure. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's okay like, if, that, if that's a kid. I mean, that, that to me, I don't know that that will ever be beat um, because I was there for, like, something that is so rare. I mean... I mean, now it happens a little bit more. No, um, still, I mean, 23 still, times. 23 times in since, night, you know. Yeah, but it's just, um, like, I don't know, that uh, that feeling that I had and the emotion and on on every single level, like, you're just, at, and my dad was with me. I mean, it was crazy. I... I <laughs> have you watched it since? Have you have you gone uh, back and, and uh, watched oh, it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And how does it when you when you yeah. watch it? I oh, mean, it's the same same feeling, same exact feeling. Every single time I see like a clip of David Cohn like falls to the ground, <laughs> drops to his knees, and and uh, Joe Girardi runs into his arms. It's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, no. Uh, there is nothing that can capture like ah no, I'll never feel that again. I, like that 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 is baseball baseball is the only thing that could give me that kind of emotion uh, and it's true there's nothing else i could seriously like <laughs> and do you think that part of it is because the outcome is always uncertain is that and then it happens you know what i mean oh yeah well the, i mean it's baseball is i mean uh that's why baseball makes like the best movies and um you know these it, it's you know, when do you see a, another sport that, you know, they don't make too many sport movies with those other sports, but baseball is the one that, like, everyone always comes back to. There's so many great stories to tell because every game is like a story. So It is like a three-act play. It, every it, time I go to a baseball game, I always look into the first three yeah. innings, second three innings, third. It, it mm -hmm. feels very, very theatrical and very, yeah. very mm. just, just, it's... I'm, once again, I think the fact that there is no time limit on it, the thing, yeah. it, can, it can go on forever. And so there is this air of uncertainty. It's, yes. you know, we don't know what, you never know what mm. is going to happen when you go to a baseball yeah. game. It's true. I'm so happy for you that you got to experience something like that. Mm. It's really extraordinary. That's amazing. You just got to go to more <laughs> games, Anthony, because I, I have not seen a no uh, perfect game. I was at game 163 in 2013 when Henderson Alvarez, or game 163, game 162, excuse me. Yeah. Um, when Henderson Alvarez uh, threw a no-hitter against oh, yeah. my Tigers, which oh, yeah. was a unique experience. Um, yeah. Cool, nonetheless, because mm -hmm. it was also, that was the no-hitter that ended on a walk-off because it was 0-0 zero, oh, zero yeah, going that. into the bottom of the ninth. That's right. And it was awesome <laughs> because in that game, uh, we yeah, were in Miami, cool. 
And at the time, the Tigers had, I believe, five Venezuelan players. But just we've always had the Tigers have always yeah. had a lot of Venezuelans. And so, excuse me, getting choked up thinking about it. And uh, it was essentially just like a Venezuelan home game. Like there oh, were wow, that's cool. 20,000 Venezuelans in the stands with with the noisemakers and the flags and just going absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, it was a. So, Anthony, we got to get you a no hitter. We yeah. got to get yeah. I've, gotten, I've seen a couple close ones, but yeah. Yeah, never that's it. Well, mm-hmm. congratulations. Thanks. And thank you for being a, <laughs> a warm-hearted Yankees fan yeah. for once, right? Yeah, we so exist. Many of, so, many, so many of your compatriots are, have a chip on they, their shoulder I know. and cockiness no, 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 and arrogance. No. Yeah, and, no, no. I'm, I'm, well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I am sympathetic to all, all teams. <laughs> I really you. am. Yes. I really am. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like uh, to plug? Is there anything, your Twitter, your YouTube, your, your all that good fun stuff? Um, sure. Uh, well, you said my YouTube channel already. So youtube.com slash Mr. Cheesy Pop. With a Z. With a Z. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could find me on, uh, Twitter at Maxwell Glick and, uh, on Instagram at Mr. Cheesy Pop. You've got a very specific sports Twitter too, though. I why do. do you, why do you... My sports Twitter is at sports by Max. Follow him on that. So you can follow all the wonderful insights. Of, so of then Max. you can watch, uh, uh, yeah, see me live tweet uh, <laughs> some uh, Yankee games uh, <laughs> once the season's on. Yeah. Oh yeah. We should. We should have. Yeah. We should have some moments. <laughs> Definitely. Live tweeting. Yes. I'll, oh I'll yeah. No, we yeah. Don't, we haven't. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize, folks out there. I know the at Clubhouse Pod Twitter account uh, is not as active as as I think any of us would like. I, I will make a point to make sure that I uh, uh, really. Get that into gear sometime yeah. soon here. So please follow us at Clubhouse Pod. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for oh, joining yeah. us today. This is awesome. <laughs> Anthony, thank you. Thank you. Thank very you guys much. so much for listening. Uh, I think uh, next week we'll probably be back on our uh, uh, stadium series, our special stadium series, where we are currently, Max, we are breaking down while Anthony is on tour uh, with If Then, we are breaking down every single ballpark and why we think everybody should go. Mm. to every single stadium because we are big fans of everyone going to see all 30 parks so if then musical uh dot com slash tour everybody needs to go to that immediately because anthony is touring the country entertaining the masses with his beautiful show if then that tom kitt a former guest of the show and also yankee fan uh wrote that show and um it's a great show. I've seen it once already since I've been out here. I'm quite literally seeing it three times in the next week. Uh, so I, I'm going. He's got with- friends who are like, we want to go with you. He's like, okay. Yeah. It's nice that way. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, anyway. But <laughs> so when you go to If Then, which you all need to go to, wear your baseball hat and go to the stage door afterwards. And Anthony will take pictures with you. He will chat baseball with you. He will. It's, awesome. it's, that is what he wants you to do. So, uh, it's true. Uh, Not just as a fashion statement. I don't like awesome. baseball hats yeah, as a fashion statement. Me, neither do I. I. Nothing annoys me more than I see someone. I'm like, hey, Giants fan. No, I just like the hat. I just like the hat. I just like the colors. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. All right. So thank that you. is it. We've all got to get going. So thank you so much, Maxwell, for, for joining us. And thank we will you. see all of you next time here in the Clubhouse. The home base for the Clubhouse podcast is the Bergino Baseball Clubhouse located at 67 East 11th Street in New York City. Seriously, folks, this is without a doubt my favorite baseball spot in the country. From the baseball-inspired artwork on the walls to the one-of-a-kind memorabilia for sale and the amazing baseball fans that are just hanging out on the bleachers inside the store, 
This place is the best. If you can't make it into Burgino's in person, please visit Burgino.com and pick up a gift for your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, really anybody in your life, or even just yourself. If you can make it in, make sure you mention the podcast and you'll get a free bag tag with any purchase. You can follow Anthony and I individually at RoundingThirdMJ for me and at AlbinoKid for Anthony. Thank you so much for listening. Have an awesome week.